Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Thursday, September 15th. As we gear up for a new TV season, we can look back at classics that premiered on this date. They include The Lone Ranger in 1949, Lost in Space and Green Acres, both in 1965, and L.A. Law in 1986. And on this date in 1971, a new detective series turned the traditional mystery show upside down by showing you who done it right off the bat. Can you guess the series I'm talking about? I'll have that answer coming up. But first, let's check out your weather forecast for this Thursday over at the First Alert Weather Center. And good Thursday morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Silvine. Starting out comfortably cool this morning with temperatures in the 60s. Inland about 70 degrees near the beaches. Today will rise, rise to about 81 by lunchtime. All sunshine this morning. We go up to the mid 80s for highs this afternoon. Low humidity. Breeze out of the northeast. It will be gustiest right along the coast. We'll see that breeze up about 20 to 25 miles per hour. Hour today. Overall, beautiful weather today. Tomorrow, 86. Now for the weekend, we bring in a very small chance of a shower late Saturday. I think there will be a few showers, especially near the coast on Sunday. High temperatures in the mid 80s, then back up close to 90 by the middle of next week. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast from the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Morning, y'all, is sponsored by MUSC Health. Join a team that's changing what's possible. MUSC Health is hiring for all locations and various positions, including radiology, path and lab, maintenance, and a number of other professions. Find out more about the competitive pay rates and benefits or review a more comprehensive list of current openings at muschealth.org careers. MUSC Health, changing what's possible. And here are your news headlines for you to get caught up. Later this morning, we're expecting a statement from the Dorchester County Sheriff's Office about an hours-long standoff in a neighborhood off Ashley Phosphate Road. As Anna Harris tells us, the situation started as a domestic situation. She has a full breakdown of what happened. The suspect remains behind bars this morning after Dorchester County Sheriff's deputies responded to the area of North Ridgebrook Drive for a domestic situation. After almost nine hours, the suspect is in custody. For those of you familiar with the area, it's near R.B. Stahl High School. This all started around 1 p.m. yesterday. Negotiators and SWAT team members were here all afternoon and evening working to get the suspect to come out. Investigators say close by neighbors had been evacuated out of caution. Details surrounding the initial domestic situation are still unclear and we don't know the relationship between the two people. But just after six, we learned only the suspect remained inside the home. Hours later, just before nine is when the man was arrested and the standoff ended. Chief Deputy Sam Richardson says the man is charged with domestic violence of a high and aggravated nature and assault and battery of a high and aggravated nature. There is no official word yet on if the man will face new charges following the standoff. No injuries were reported. We are still working to learn the identity of the suspect and we are expecting a statement sometime this morning. In Dorchester County, Anna Harris, Live 5 News. The Williamsburg County Sheriff's Office is looking into two Saturday shootings they say are connected. Deputies first responded to a hospital in the King Street area after reports of a gunshot victim showing up there. Soon after deputies arrived, they say they received a call about another gunshot victim in the area of Busby Road. When they arrived, the victim said they had been assaulted and shot by someone. This caused that victim to 
to return shots fired. Now, the sheriff's office determined the two shooting incidents are related. Anyone with information is asked to call the Williamsburg County Sheriff's Office. Well, the city of Charleston is taking an ecological approach to combat flooding in one neighborhood on Johns Island. The Barbary Woods Drainage Project is heading to Charleston's Technical Review Committee today. And if approved, the city says it could cost anywhere from 5 to $15 million. Molly McBride spoke to Charleston's Director of Stormwater Management about what's causing that flooding and how they plan to fight it. Good morning, Molly. Good morning. The city says when the Barbary Woods neighborhood was built, a historic stream and wetland system was blocked off. And the Barbary Woods neighborhood is not the only neighborhood that was built like this. I spoke to the city's director of stormwater management, Matthew Fountain, who says the city's plan is to redirect water around the neighborhood by building a new stream channel. The channel will be surrounded by about a about 20 acres of wetland-type floodplain, so as water levels go up, it can spread out and be stored in those wetlands. Fountain says it'll also serve as an ecological park for people to go boarding, birding or nature walking to see how the wetlands work in the native Charleston environment. A rough estimate of the cost of the project is between 15 and 5 and 15 million dollars. He says although it may cost slightly more with this design, he believes it will be worth it in the long run. You end up with something that is actually like nice and enjoyable and a amenity to the community rather than sort of something that just barely meets minimum requirements and basically everyone ends up unhappy with. The project is still making its way through permitting, but Fountain says if all goes as planned, he expects to break ground with the project within roughly a year. This morning's meeting is at 9 a.m. and is accessible via Zoom link, which you can find at live5news.com after clicking on this story. Reporting live on Johns Island, Molly McBride, Live 5 News. Construction on a new Publix in Ashley Landing in West Ashley is expected to start in the spring of 2024 and could bring better traffic flow and amenities to the area. Faison is the real estate development firm that owns the land on Ashley Landing. They're planning to tear down the current Publix and build a new one in replacement of the Dollar Tree and Big Lots across the parking lot. This Publix will be about 40,000 square feet and will include a more accessible drive through larger sidewalks and green space. They say they also plan to replace the current Publix with something else, but they just aren't sure what yet. The entire project is expected to cost between 100 and $150 million. It's a great amenity to the neighborhood. It could be potentially a great uh, reposition, redeveloped uh, retail center on the south side. Faison says they must take this plan to the technical review committee for approval and then seek approval from the design review board which could take about six months to a year. The reconstruction of the current Publix is expected to begin in 2027. Well, it's been more than a year since a state bill was passed that would require access to some free parking and give the state control of public roads and beach towns. Now the former mayor and current councilman from the Isle of Palms is calling it an unprecedented attack upon the South Carolina state constitution rule of law. The bill requires free public beach parking, but also might include paid parking on state highways. Those highways have been in the communities that are eligible or have to be in the community 
communities that are eligible for beach renourishment funds, which use money to add sand back onto beaches. Parking only can be restricted by the South Carolina Department of Transportation if they find restrictions are necessary. In the upstate, a driver who was shot by a deputy Tuesday has died in the hospital. Tyshawn Benjamin is accused of ramming a stolen SUV into two patrol cars after a high-speed chase. That's when a deputy opened fire in a parking lot. The York County Sheriff shared this dash cam video, hoping to provide a greater understanding as to why his deputy fired those shots. We showed this video and we outlined these facts because the question inevitably is going to come up. You shot a man that didn't have a firearm. We did. But you can clearly see in the video he's armed. He's armed with a very powerful and dangerous instrument called a very heavy vehicle. The deputies involved are on leave with pay. The South Carolina Law Enforcement Division is investigating the shooting. In Georgia, one of two deputies shot and killed in the line of duty last week has been laid to rest. People gathered to pay their respects to Cobb County Sheriff's Deputy Jonathan Koleski. Law enforcement officers from around the area joined Koleski's loved ones for a final farewell. Koleski had been with the Cobb County Sheriff's Office for 15 years and was an Army combat veteran. He leaves behind a wife. He and Deputy Marshall Irvin were serving an arrest warrant when someone opened fire, killing both deputies. Deputy Irvin's funeral will be held today. A North Carolina woman escaped with just minor injuries after falling into a sinkhole in Winston-Salem at a dealership, a car dealership on Monday. Kia Long Gant says that the ground collapsed beneath her in the parking lot as she came out of that dealership. The fire department got her out of that sinkhole safely. She was hospitalized with scrapes and bruises, but no broken bones. According to a fire official, the hole was roughly 15 feet wide, 8 feet deep. A department spokesperson could not identify a cause, but the dealership owner said an underground pipe collapsed. Carolina Panthers owner David Tepper's real estate company wants to revoke a bankruptcy settlement it negotiated with York County. This comes after the company says the government is making, quote, exorbitant and unreasonable demands. According to the Associated Press, GT Real Estate Holdings had offered $21 million to York County. But officials say York County and Rock Hill are entitled to more than $80 million. Some of that money was from a special penny tax intended to be used to expand a road, but Tepper, Tepper's company used it for the facility. Tepper announced plans to build an $800 million practice facility in Rock Hill back in 2019. Less than two years later, Tepper's company halted work, saying Rock Hill and York County did not fulfill financing and other obligations. Rock Hill officials have asked the bankruptcy case be heard in South Carolina instead of Delaware, where GT Real Estate Holdings is incorporated. At the top of the show, I mentioned an unusual detective series that premiered 51 years ago today. While most crime stories left viewers wondering who done it, this one showed the killing at the top of the show. We then had to figure out how the detective in the crumpled raincoat would solve the crime. Yes, I'm talking about Columbo, which premiered on this date in 1971. Celebrating birthdays today, Baseball Hall of Famer Gaylord Perry is 84. Actor Tommy Lee Jones is 76. Movie director Oliver Stone is also 76. 
Football Hall of Famer Dan Marino is 61, and Britain's Prince Harry turns 38. Thanks so much for joining us for Morning Y'all. From Live 5 News, I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Morning Y'all. Produced every weekday morning and sponsored by MUSC Health. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen anytime at live5news.com slash podcasts. And download the free Live 5 News app for your mobile device for the latest local news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.